we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alert for September 28th, 2020. Next report, infanticide advocate Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies after decades of promoting abortions and medical violence against children. So here's the wicked witch herself. I mean, she couldn't look much more evil if she tried. Supreme Court justice and infanticide advocate Ruth Bader Ginsburg died uh, at age 87, passing away, quote, peacefully. Hmm. Yeah, we don't really know. I mean, if she wasn't on a passel full of drugs and she actually saw what was coming for her, I don't think it was very peaceful. But anyway, they're going to always portray it that way. Even though over 60 million human babies have been violently murdered in America due to abortion policies that Ginsburg helped advocate across this nation. Ginsburg refused to grant millions of children their own right to live without medical violence being perpetuated against them, as she was a staunch advocate for partial birth abortions. In part of partial birth abortions, a living human baby is, is partially birthed and then violently attacked by medical personnel who often sever the child's spine with a scalpel and then proceed to harvest the baby's organs to be sold for profit. A lot of times they'll, then they'll suck the brains out after they've you know, severed the spinal cord. This barbaric, inhumane practice was endorsed by Ginsburg, who was hailed as a champion by the twisted abortion advocates of the political left who almost universally endorse post-birth abortions known as infanticide meaning you're killing the, the, an, an infant. Uh, unless she repented for her um, of this child murder, Ginsburg is already being tormented in hell for eternity. With Ginsburg's twisted soul now taken from this world and deposited in the pits of hell, a potential pathway exists to overturn abortion rights in America and end the abortion holocaust that has bloodied the nation for over 50 years tainting this christian founded nation with cries of tens of millions of innocent children whose lives were ritually sacrificed to appease bloodthirsty leftists who value no lives other than their own for if the most innocent human lives are not protected under the law then who then whose lives hold value at all anyway at that point america remains in a spiritual war under attack from demonic entities who have infiltrated the courts pop culture hollywood uh, like netflix pedophilia uh, congress and even the media uh, the White House. Ginsburg, for her entire career on the bench, was conspiring with anti-human forces of evil and destruction, the very same kind of forces we now see rioting in the streets, burning down America's cities, and assaulting innocent people merely based on the whiteness of their skin. Ginsburg was an agent of death, destruction, and almost unfathomable human suffering, and that's exactly why the demon-filled left-wing media celebrated her as a hero, because she was literally doing the devil's work and doing it well. So I wanted to pay her that little tribute, to kind of start this part two off, kind of give the devil's due, you know, like the Charlie Daniels song. Anyway, um, then going forward here, uh, so we have this. Tens of thousands join Reverend Franklin Graham prayer march in Washington. Now remember, we just talked about Billy Graham uh, in the underground tunnels of um, Oral Roberts University. It was cited there on many occasions, visiting there and in the underground tunnels where they would take and get their their babies and they would um i believe they would they would paralyze the baby or, or do something to incapacitate it so that when they were were cutting it open it didn't squirm around a lot from what i can remember from that report and um yeah franklin graham i'm sure probably participated in these things and has participated but we know billy was there we know copeland was there we know um oral roberts was there in you know as in, in their luciferian practices anyway tens of thousands joined reverend 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 and the bible says call no man reverend because it's only used that word is only used one time in the bible and it says holy and reverend is he referring to god 
Now that sounds like something Copeland would love because he says we're all God. We're all equal with God. So I don't believe using that term reverend is biblical applying it to any person on this planet because it's only used one time in the Bible and it's in reference to God. Anyway, Reverend Franklin Graham's prayer march in Washington, D.C. Uh, and there thousands join him in their support for Trump. And I'm just going to read you this. Now, this is from like just the, um, I don't know, the Daily Mail. Conservative religious leader Franklin Graham organized Saturday's march in Washington, D.C. They say an estimated 50,000 people. There is no way it was that little. The whole mall from the, um, it looked like from the uh, largest obelisk in, on, the, uh, on the face of the planet, the Washington Monument, which is a gigantic phallus symbol, just so you know. It's like, basically they refer to that as the phallus of Satan, the phallus of Lucifer. Do you know how tall that is? It's 666 feet from underground because you can't just have something like that sitting on the ground. You have to have it anchored way into the ground. It's 555 feet above ground and 111 feet below ground. You add that up, it's 666 feet from the bottom that starts underground to the very, very top. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it's it's the obelisk is one of the most blasphemous evil sign and it's the centerpiece of washington dc washington dc is a total um occult it was it was absolutely 100 percent the architecture the street layouts everything is from an occult satanic standpoint there's square encompasses in the street systems there's the the high council of the of the freemasonic lodge which is like 13 i don't know blocks above the white house or something it's you go on and on and on and if you want to know more about this, go to the internet and key in riddles of stone. Yeah, riddles of stone. Okay, I found it. Riddles of stone, the secret architecture of Washington, D.C. Uh, one of the finest documentaries I've ever seen on this. Okay. Um, and it shows all these free Freemasons laying all of these things and doing all of these things. I mean, I'm telling you, Washington, D.C., there's probably not another city on the planet that is more evil and more wicked and more occult in nature than, than Washington, D.C. I mean, it's that wicked. Now, this is almost three hours, this Riddles in Stone. It's the history behind the origins and focus of the world's most powerful nation, America. Uh, what is the meaning behind all the occult images at the U.S. Capitol? So, I'm going to go ahead and just give you the link um, because if you just key in riddles and stone on YouTube, it's not enough. It gives you all this other garbage. You need to do riddles of stone, Washington, DC. Now you can do that on your own. I'll give you a link here. I'm going to post it right now here in the, uh, this part of the PDF. So I'm kind of adding this in right now as I'm talking. Okay. And anyway, um, there, there had to be way over a hundred thousand people from what I saw when um mike pence was speaking and franklin graham and um he mike pence basically i saw his part or some of his part and he was he was coming there on behalf of trump to speak i guess trump was too good for it but um it goes on to say crowds stretched across national mall from the lincoln memorial to the u.s capitol and then graham prayed that father our country is in trouble but his father's satan so i don't really know how that all works 
We need your help, he said. Participants pray to support law enforcement and abortion and other topics. Hey, I think that's great. But the problem is, is there's so much leaven commingled. They're under such unbelievable delusion and deception when you have Franklin Graham, a Luciferian, and you have Mike Pence, another high-level Luciferian, and Jonathan Conjob, another high-level Luciferian, who are all pointing you to Trump, and whatever Trump says is good, and then he is the anointed of God, okay? There's a problem there when you're following this. You could go there with the most purest intention and then the most sincere intentions. But remember, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Pray that you be not deceived. Jesus said that over and over. And I'm going to do a Bible study on this coming up here um, where the Bible talks about this deception that we have to guard against in the end times here. Now, it says then, it, this came hours before Trump nominated Judge Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Now, she's a Catholic, and I'm not saying I wouldn't rather have her in there other than Ginsburg, okay, because she's um, very pro-life and I believe very pro-Second Amendment. I don't trust any of it, all the same. I'm not, I'm not impressed with any of the appointments Trump has made so far. They've, uh, they've all betrayed us the ones that have gotten in there, maybe not every single vote, but overall, you know, remember there's two different factions of the Illuminati that, that I believe are warring and Trump's faction is most likely when well, is the synagogue of Satan faction, the Obamas and the Clintons and the Bushes are another faction. Okay. And there was a change in the guard that took place when Bush senior died. And that was back in the February of not this year that we're in, but the year before that I got into all this. Okay. And that was when Trump, the, the fangs really started coming out and, and, the, and the things that were very, very obvious really started be, becoming apparent. Now, I haven't researched her really at all. I know she's a Catholic. I, I, and this, is a, this report is not going to be about her. It, it appears as though... I, I think it's going to be one more excuse for the left to go gonzo, to go nuts, and one more excuse for them to riot. And it's, got, it's all part of the order out of chaos thing. Okay. And again, I'm not saying I wouldn't rather have her than Ginsburg in there. So I'm not saying that. But then again, I don't, I mean, I'm, I don't really know all about her. I just, from what I've heard, it sounds like it would be an upgrade. But I don't, again, I don't trust any of the stuff we're going through right now. You know, it's just, I know the, the players behind the Luciferians and, 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 or they are Luciferians and it's a facade and it's a game and it's right, left paradigm, that whole nine yards, so. Anyway, um, then it goes on to say, after the rally, the demonstrators walked eight sides around the National Mall, stopping to pray on specific focus points, uh, including police officers, government leaders, ending abortion and more. Followers of Franklin Graham prayed at the base of the Washington Monument. Now, if they had any kind of real spiritual discernment, what they would be doing is praying that God annihilate that wicked evil sick disgusting um phallus symbol the largest one on earth 666 feet tall there, there, there was another uh documentary that i wanted to go over i just don't have the time to do it um and i'm wondering if i save that because it was it was on my list of things to watch no i think i deleted it anyway it came, it came out of um I think it came out of uh, Raiders, not Raiders News Network, but Tom Horn, and he had the the brothers there. The um, there was these two brothers, and they did this unbelievable expose on um, 
Washington DC. It's upgraded. And there's like there's like a there's like another pyramid buried outside of the Washington Monument and they actually went and removed the manhole cover and you could see the tip of it like below and it's there's I mean the occult significance we don't even know the half of all the wicked evil sick witchcraft stuff that surrounds just the the architecture of um of um uh, Washington DC let me see if I can find that real quick you know I go I go up to their site and it's it's just all right left paradigm it's all Biden Biden bad Trump good D- just you know selling the garbage food that I that I told you about the Patriot pantry stuff that's not fit for human consumption uh it's just ad after ad after ad uh, over and over again it's just so money driven it's just sickening I'm trying to find yeah these are the guys that did um the hollow earth chronicles episode one the dark chambers these brothers and then they did this other one and i'm trying to find it right now they're promoting all this garbage i mean wow the first annual defender conference and it has all these people all these i don't know in there evidently and if you order this for a donation of only 100 dollars retail value 300 you get the trump prophecies by mark taylor the false prophet right up there with jonathan conjob and then you get the rabbis donald trump and the third temple with a nice big hexagram on the cover and i mean you just you look at it's it's almost impossible now to go to any ministry especially with this right left paradigm thing especially since trump came into office and not have that ministry be 100% totally full of leaven and landmines that you need to try to navigate. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I I think we've stayed away from all that. I, I've been warning against this stuff for years. And um, I can't find this. this um, uh, I'm going to try to find another way. Okay, I found it. Now, I'm not saying I agree with every single thing they're saying in this video. Okay, but... As far as if you want to know more, if you've watched Riddles in Stone, okay, um, about Washington, D.C., and you want more, this is like a, a, a follow-up to that. And I guess it's called The Belly of the Beast. This is like more, I guess what I watched, it is called There's Something Strange Happening in Washington, D.C. And it's a 52-minute video, but it's actually not the actual, I believe, video they put out, which is called The Belly of the Beast, but it gets into all these other things about the architecture of Washington, D.C. that I never even knew, you know. And it's a lot of it's visual, so um, it's probably not the greatest thing for me to even try to play on, on air because so much of it you really need to be watching it. Anyway, I give you the link to this um, so you can kind of avail yourself to it. Again, Glean, I'm not saying, you know, maybe they don't believe some whatever stuff because I haven't really looked into them. But from what I what I heard in in the video, it was very um, man. They 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 really are good researchers, is all I can say. These Fall Brothers. Um, now let's go to the next part here, where um, I give you my teachings on the ones I've done to expose Franklin Graham, and I'll just give you some of the highlights: the end time current event Bible study eight twenty six part three. Franklin Graham tries to erase his voodoo pedophile past, and then. The part two of that series where it says Minister Franklin Graham supports voodoo donut child traffickers. 
Um, and then the next one, which goes all the way back to 2013, where we have the National Catholic Review saying that we need to repeal the Second Amendment. And then Franklin Graham, president of Samaritan's Purse, and Dr. Richard Land of the Southern Baptist Convention and Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission have agreed to back universal background check legis legislation for firearms, which would lead to gun confiscation. So again, they're like Trump. While they say one thing out of their mouth, they're probably moving toward another thing. They're just not going to let let that be as apparent. Uh, and then I did another teaching on Franklin Graham's apostasy. So there's four different teachings there. It's not they're not exclusively devoted to Franklin Graham, but it's part of the table of contents. If you want to avail yourself to that. Now, I've been waiting for this. And it was the one lady that I had played before that when Stephen Benoon was interviewing her, the lady from, um, I'll just tell you the ministry she's in. Uh, let me look that up real quick here. Okay. Her ministry is WATBTV.TV. Uh, if you look that up online, I give you a link to her website. But she... Um, and again, I'm not saying I would, I don't know everything about her theological stances. I don't. She, she refers to, when she's talking, you'll hear her always refer to Christians as the bride. And I get it, but it's, it gets a little repetitive. Anyway, um, WATB, uh, she is, was a Washington former, or I think still maybe is, she has credentials in Washington, D.C. as a correspondent. And she's one of the few people that actually goes to Washington, D.C. and tries to really document all of the apostasy. She was at, with her son, and I, I announced this before when I let her talk, I don't know, it was a three or four weeks ago, that I played that big, long clip from her, okay, with Stephen Benoon from Israeli News Live or whatever, interviewing her. Well, she went up there, and the first thing they put out was this four-hour audio i've only been able to listen the first hour and i'm only going to play some of the highlights of the first hour but i i wanted to kind of get this out to you as quickly as possible because this thing with franklin graham and jonathan conjob and mike pence just broke and the vast majority of christians are going along with this whole trump delusion thing and the whole right left paradigm and all that stuff okay and they've got a pretty unique perspective because they just got done they were actually there at this event so i'm gonna just let them talk here and um we'll see what they have to say about this okay so this is the recap on their dc trip they just took apostasy takeaways this is her and her son they're going back to their uh where they're from i think they're in they're in tennessee and they're driving back through virginia and you're seeing like you'll see if you're watching it like a lot of times they have the camera facing forward and then sometimes they have it facing them. And it's it's kind of disjointed because it's very impromptu. It's very informal. They're commenting on all the stuff going on on the side of the road or mountains that are coming up. So bear kind of that in mind. This is not something that's, it's very impromptu. But I, I wanted you to hear this because there was enough very important takeaways. And I wanted to get this to you as soon as possible. So Trump's meeting with the evangelical leaders right now, or he just finished, right? What time? No, yeah, a couple hours ago. Yeah, he's finished with them, but uh, he did that. So he must have actually also met with the evangelical leaders. He did not go to and, and speak with Mike Pence. He sent Pence to do that. 
but Trump met with these evangelical apostate devils as well, like the likes of like Paula White and probably Kenneth Copeland and these types of, and the, and the rabbis and all the other ones that are there. He did put it in his announcement that he sends all of us press every day. Well, I'm talking about, I don't know if they were announcing it from the state. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I didn't. Did anybody hear them saying, we're praying here together as a public, we're marching, we're praying, and then we're going to go in the Oval Office and pray with the president? Did anybody hear that? Well, I mean, in all fairness, though, there's no way you could take 100,000 people or however many people were there. I think 100,000 is very conservative and bring them to the white, the, to the Oval Office. So, you know, I did. Uh, maybe they did. Well, I'm interested to see, Brad, like I was telling you, is what is going to be said next? What is uh, going to be the official narrative that comes out from all these evangelical leaders? Hey, Barb. Because we know that they are uh, pushing the vaccine. Yep. And they're partnering with the government to yes, do... Yes, that's so important that all these evangelical leaders that are there at this Franklin Graham, Jonathan Kahn job, all these other evangelical leaders that are there, you got to understand they're all on board with Trump. And because Trump is pushing Operation Warp Speed and trying to get this vaccine, of course, he's not... I just heard that he's not going to be able to get it out prior to the election, thank God. But... If he gets in there for a second term, and I see no reason why the Illuminati wouldn't put him in there for a second term because he's doing such a good job. He's got the wool so pulled over the um, the right, the what do you, the conservative right, the Christian right, whatever you want to. He's got the wool so pulled over their eyes. I would see no reason why they would want to put Creepy Joe in his place who can barely put two sentences together. Um, other than to put him in there and then have knock him off and, and put up Camilla Harris. But they're going to have a much easier transition in power if they keep Trump in there. Now, there may be a ton of, most likely a ton of chaos that's going to happen in the meantime. And that'll be just more excuse for them to, to clamp down on us more and bring in martial law potentially and bring in the military on, on streets and all this other stuff and possibly the U.N., uh, that's all part of the right-left paradigm. This uh, governmental vaccine. Hey, I just want to tell y'all something. You should be proud of your correspondent. <laughs> I was in there yesterday with the one and only Larry Kudlow. Larry Kudlow, he is the uh, financial guy for President Trump. And I was able to ask him a question. So I asked him, I so said... What kind of question did you ask him when you guys asked a question? <laughs> I asked him, I said, sir, how are you going to pay, since Trump has a million-man army, to implement the vaccine? Because I wanted all the other uh, medias to hear this. Which they never asked him about that. Yeah, they never asked the real questions. I said, how are you going to pay for that? And he's kind of squirmed, and he goes, I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to get ahead of them. But we are going to pay for everything. He said the federal government yes, he did. will overwhelmingly take care of anything, anything that is necessary to get, what did he say, something for the, to heal or to get, to make the public well again or something like yes. that? Yes. In other words. To defile our DNA and inject us with aborted baby parts? Yeah, that's what they mean by that.
Because that's real Christian to do that. For all the vaccine, we will overwhelmingly give all the money they need. Yep. Toward the vaccine. Yeah. It'll come out of your taxpayer dollars, but yeah, they'll get, they'll get the money that way. Everybody else is like, okay, on to the next question, like it was nothing. Yeah. And we're sitting there like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the 800 pound gorilla in the room, and they're just all, oh, well, we'll take the vaccine when the time comes. Trump's behind it. He's a he's anointed of God, according to Mark Taylor, according to Jonathan Conjob, according to Franklin Graham, and all the other devils in the in the televangelist movements, and most people in the churches, in the 501c3 churches, pastors are saying, go along, whatever, obey Romans 13. You know, Trump's anointed of God, who's put here for a purpose, and, and it's obvious to lead to, to lead us in some type of righteousness. So, of course, the, the vaccine's biblical and good and wonderful, even though it'll defy your DNA forever, and you'll never be the same, and it's cultured off aborted babies, and it's probably going to potentially have Lucifer ace in it. I mean, you could go on and on and on about the vaccine, but that's fine. No big, no, no big deal. How can any religious leader be pro-vaccine when it is known that aborted baby tissue, let's see, aborted baby tissue, which is an abomination to God, is part of toxic uh, concoction that Gates and his um, brood is cooking up? Do right. these churchianity leaders believe what they are saying about exactly. Trump? Exactly. Or are they lying on purpose? Now, we all know, guys, that people say something and then they do something else. So we have been tracking... The same way with President Trump, that's how he does. Right, that's, that's the whole D.C. and all these evangelicals that are surrounding them, right? You have been tracking them, seeing what they are doing, right? Which actions speak louder than words, So the correct? actions that have led up to this... Right. How long has our country been in turmoil okay so we have COVID-19 coming the beginning of the year we had George Floyd happening or you know middle of the year right he happened at the beginning of the second well in the end of the second quarter all right so we have all of these things going on at which point is it important for the people of God to meet in a solemn assembly and pray is it right before the election? Is that the most important time? Oh, yeah. You could not make it up that they talked about that a lot. How important it is because America has fell back on their morals. It was definitely an undertone. It's going to be judgment if you don't vote the right way. Yep. That's the thing. Yep. The little bit I've watched, because uh, I like to keep abreast, and I like to go and see what other ministries out there. And Sid Roth, he'd have people on. And it's, oh, yeah, I got this dream from God. And, and, and God was emphasizing how important it was to vote for Trump. And I, I'm like, you didn't get that dream from God. Because if God was actually communicating with you, he would tell you what a devil Trump is. And that this whole right-left paradigm is a facade. Yeah, I don't believe you're hearing from God. Because it's the whole Mark Taylor, Jonathan Kahn job, all these people. Well, you can't. You can't vote for Biden. Are you going to vote for Biden? No, I'm not going to vote for the lesser of two evils because a vote for the lesser of two evils is still a vote for evil. Do you understand that? I've, I've, I've had other listeners email me about this lately and, and you know they're chastising me about going after Trump. And I'm like, because that obviously means that you know the more I expose Trump, the more people might vote for Biden. It's all predetermined, guys. It's all theater anyway. Trump's doing a, a really good job for Lucifer. Most likely he's staying in there. 
I, I could be wrong. I, I, I'm not saying I couldn't be wrong. I mean, the, the all the fake polls are saying Biden's winning right now, evidently, on um, Drudge. But Drudge is nothing more than a mouthpiece of Satan. But then again, they did the same thing with Hillary Clinton last time. And then Trump swooped in. And then they're going to probably say, oh, we'll see, it was God intervening again or whatever. You know, so... Bottom line is this came up before the election and every believer there and a lot of them watching on TV can line up two things. Voting for Trump is voting for for Jesus. Right. Yep. They had a lot of signs there. Yep. Jesus 2020. And you would never not want to vote for Jesus. What are you some kind of heathen? And it's this guilt tripping as well. Well, you can't, obviously, you got to vote for somebody and it's not going to be Biden. So it's got to be Trump. No, I'm sorry. I'm not voting for the lesser two evils. I, I won't do it. I mean, it's it's a rigged game anyway. I know, which I told you, Brad. That could be taken a few different ways, right? One of them is taking that Trump is voting for Jesus because you're pro-life. That is what it is yeah. because I was doing the Vote Jesus campaign. I'm going to turn you around, Brad, because I want you to see this huge 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 beast tower over here can oh, you zoom yeah. in on that beast tower she's showing a big old uh 5g cell cell tower look at that brad that is a big one but anyway uh i was gonna do that jesus 2020 you know share some of their stuff but after i went to digging in their website and on their social media pages what do you know they was coming to this event the return they were there that's why you saw a lot of it and so they were saying that a vote for trump is voting jesus in 2020 and i was like what the world so then i was like nope i will not share any of theirs i will do our own vote Jesus because we mean like a check in the box vote we don't mean supporting Trump do you hear what I'm saying yeah we have a real election coming up right yeah it's 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 right now it's Biden or Trump and everybody is forced with a decision of actually voting or not voting okay now which they feel like has to be one or the other yeah I know it is yeah. a very tricky situation most people growing up American feel non-American to not vote. I know, that's right? kind of how, yeah. You know, voting is a huge ordeal in this country because mm -hmm. we are the example for the a republic. We have a democratic process, but we are a republic. And we we're can, not we a have democracy, we're we, a republic. Yeah, we have pride that we're able to vote, you know, because right. you have other countries that are not even able to vote, and we feel like... You know, we're able to put our opinion in there on who's going to be in the office. Right. You know. And obviously, to anybody with common sense right now, okay, especially if you have any kind of morals or if you're a Christian at all, obviously, voting for Trump, you know, or Biden, they make it a very simple. The whole news and the system is set up to make Trump right now, okay, to make him look like absolute... Duh. The only choice. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. who else would you would you want right. Biden to be president? Now we're not trying to get so much so political, but in the sense, here it is. This whole system, the way it's designed, is to set you up to vote to do your democratic process in this republic of the United States. Right. Okay. Is to set up to make you get the right person that they want in. 
obviously Trump is the, I mean, Trump right now is being set up, especially the Christians. He's got his base. He's got a lot of the Democrats moved over to him because he's partnering with LGBT. Yep. Everything is around he Trump. Is being he's partnering with LGBT. Okay, now how how can you say you're a Christian and partner with LGBT? But see, the churches are so sorry and they're so all-inclusive at this point that that's no big deal. Sure, you know, we can all be together. And again, this is all moving us to, toward this one world religion that we're going to be talking about here soon. It is what it is, he's shown. So all these, we, the Christians we talked to said this, Trump is the obvious answer to vote for. Okay, that's what they were saying. And they don't want to vote for Biden because they think they'll get in terrible Supreme Court justice. And I'm like, well, and what good did he do is now? Yeah. The ones that are in there now are voting liberal. Exactly. They are. Yeah, his sorry Supreme Court nominees have already betrayed us over and over again. So it's not like I would trust this. Uh, I just saw this video. <laughs> I might play it after this is over. And it's called Mother Mary Prepares to Take Another Seat in the Supreme Court. Oh, man. I don't, I'm never I'm not familiar with this guy, but it's a 12 minute video. I'm probably going to watch it after this, and I might end up playing it if it's good, uh, because it's it's going into this Amy Comey Barrett lady, um, and uh, oh boy, <laughs> you know it's got there's got to be some totally wicked, you know, undercurrent with this Supreme Court nomination. It's got to be. So do you see the trick here? We all believe in getting good justices in. We believe. Of course we right. do. Of course. Okay? We're not dumb. We yeah. cannot stand and we repent and we are just sick about what our country is doing with abortion. Right, exactly. Yeah, Especially partial birth abortion is so horrid. They suck the brains out of a baby in the womb. I know, and woman. I love that sign that Horrible. they had out, to, out there today that said, Oh, you're so quick to shut everything down for COVID, but you still allow abortion. Ooh, right. And I was like, down yeah. For yeah, you won't yeah. shut everything. And that, that blood's on Trump's hands as well. He hasn't done nothing to stop the, the BLM and the Antifa riots and all the garbage going on in Portland and all the, 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 the dues fires and all the arsonist fires that are going on out on the West Coast and the 5G implementation. And, and he's been on the spear tick of COVID-19 about all of the lockdown stuff. He's done nothing to fight any of that. He's done everything um to actually go along with it he's he's been on the absolute spear tip of bringing this covid 19 vaccine so much to the point where even you know fauci and the cdc had to tell him to pump the brakes because he was so chomping at the bit wanting to get us injected with that devil vaccine so trump's been on the spear tip of all of this but again he gets a free pass because he's um the anointed of God and, and all of this other stuff and, and all of the the, the apostate churches behind him and, and the apostate church have all of their their followers in bondage in spiritual bondage and they're blind and they can't see and they can't hear and they and they have almost no spiritual discernment whatsoever i'm gonna stop killing babies but yet if you get a sniffle you shut everything down it's like oh bam in your face yeah. it's the truth though because the church they think he has done so much for them and they don't realize that he is stabbing them in the back Listen, he is because just keeping he's everybody, doing these laws. he's keeping everybody close, giving all the Christians just enough, okay, just enough to stay loyal. He's also testing. Yes, he yes. said, GD, he has done so many things. He's done so many things and tested the loyalty of the Christians. You know what's funny? These Christians are extremely loyal. They are the silent majority. 
They okay, are all they need is a look out, out on the TV and see people, Democrat people, rioting. And they're like, well, that's all I got to see. I ain't got to watch the news no more. I'm voting for life. I'm voting for supreme justice. And I'm voting against all of that craziness that the Democrats, quote unquote, are doing. Now, are they doing it? Yes. Black Lives Matter is a fundraiser for the Democratic Party in the surface level. You can go on the Black Lives Matter and see how much money they have raised, because it's a 501c3. They have raised billions of dollars for the Democratic Party. But here you go. Right, I thought you said it was trillions. I don't know. It's close to it. I don't oh, okay. know. It's right. getting up there like hundreds yeah, of yeah. billions of dollars raised. Now, I, listen, it was hundreds of millions and it was billions. I could be way off. It could just be a few billion. It could be 10 billion. Yeah. It was a lot of money. All right. So a lot of money raised for the Democratic Party. So that's only surface level. Under that surface, everybody's working together. Right. Okay? And then you go down another layer below that, they're all working for the same people. Did you hear them say over there? One layer below that, right? they're working for Satan. Go ahead. Yeah. Wow. In other words, at the, at the top of the food chain, it's all the same. It's Satan, his fallen angels, his demons and devils, and then you've got the Rothschilds and then the Rockefeller. And, the, you know, you just go down different levels. And the further you go down, you the probably the less people know what's actually really going on but they're all being controlled ultimately by the same puppet master at, at those levels um, it all leads to satan well did you hear them say at the franklin graham march about working together they want everybody to come together together i heard together. oh yeah well that's what y'all that are sending me messages y'all and again the bible says wherefore come out from among them and be separate saith the lord and touch not the unclean thing and i will receive you the Bible talks about separation, okay, uh, over and over. Jesus Christ even said, think not that I come to bring peace, but a sword. And a man's foes will be those of his own household. You know, mother against daughter, father against son, these types of things. It's, it's what happens. The, 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 um, the true message of the word of God tends to divide, not bring together. Now, it will bring, obviously, other people in the body of Christ together. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the one world religion coming together is what they're in, in reference to. The, the people like Franklin Graham and Jonathan Kahn and, you know, merging ultimately with the Catholic Church and then all the denominations and the pseudo-Christian religions merging together and then ultimately then merging in with these other religions and then the Antichrist and false prophet come on the scene and it's just emerging toward, you know the one world religion under any christ and false prophet brad i really am because all of you that have that are following us and you're hearing the rhetoric that's being spewed out there you're learning and i'm so proud of you because you're learning words to pay attention to and you let me know they were talking about being together also did you hear them today uh, push the inclusion agenda. There's a few agendas brought that I heard them push today. One, the Noah Hyde laws. Two was the inclusion. Yeah. And three was the Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and again, you know how, I mean, inclusion. Okay, so they're yoking up with the LGBTQ and then soon to be pedophile. So pretty soon the church will, will have open pedophiles. And, and I mean, that's where it's all heading. When you've got, when you've got, um, you know, gay preachers in the pulpit, transgender preachers in the pulpit with, you know, purple and pink hair, 
with people under them, how far is is um, bringing pedophiles open? And not to say they're not already in the church, but openly bringing them into the church. It's there. It's it's coming. And then Black Lives Matter, totally satanic. That's controlled by three high level African voodoo high priestess witches. Self admitted, they're not trying to hide it. Antifa's really no different, and none of those other organizations are different. Yeah, but you got to bring that in into the church as well. We want to leaven and make the church as wicked and evil and liberal as possible. And they're going to call that godly because they're going to, they want to glory in their shame. So it's like, okay, so now you're, all you evangelical leaders, you're blurring the lines. You want us to repent. I want to repeat this again, Brock. You want us to repent, but not for the nation, not the nation that is, partnering with all this and bringing the judgment on him because of the perversion that we are signing off on that why by the way brock we used to get mad about obama doing we sure did but now exactly. that trump oh, yeah. is doing exactly. it it's all okay yeah, it's all free pass because trump's in office when obama did it a lot of the stuff that that trump is doing that obama did we would have went crazy but now because trump's in office we'll just Oh, we'll ignore that. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, I've seen it over and over. It doesn't matter what I say in somebody like Dave Hodges or, or any a lot of these other people in ministry that are pro-Trump. It doesn't matter what I send them. It, it's irrelevant because all they can look at is, well, yeah, but if Trump's not in there, Biden will be in there, and that's all that matters. It doesn't matter that Trump's totally wicked and evil, and it's so easy to verify that. I got over 100 pages proving it in two different Word docs. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. All that matters is Trump getting elected for another four years, and that way we can hold on just a little bit longer, and Trump's the anointed of God, and he can't be bad because we know we know Biden's bad, and therefore Trump can't be bad. And they've totally bought hook, line, and sinker into this right-left paradigm. Almost every Christian alternative ministry out there is doing the same exact thing. Almost all. I mean, Obama yeah. did the exact same exactly. thing. Oh, it was bad for Obama. He was so I, bad. I was one of them. I was mad when I saw all of the embassies, okay? The United States embassies in all these countries flying, you know, with the lights on the building in the rainbow colors for LGBT. Yep. Yep. The White House had the LGB colors in all the embassies. And then he got a little flack from it, and they, they, put, they took, him, took him down, but it didn't stop the pictures circulating. You're you know? talking about Obama, right? Obama. Uh, okay. When Obama did that, I got upset. And I was like, oh, you know? Yeah. But now I see Trump doing the same thing, and not a, you don't hear anything. Nope. No. Nope. You know, you know what? No, Trump gets a free pass uh, because all of the pastors that are, a lot of them are just Luciferians, and if not, they're, they're hirelings that have no true love for the sheep. They're apostate. They're, they're ministers of Satan that appear as ministers of righteousness. And the Bible says that if Satan can appear as an angel of light, that it's no marvel that his ministers can appear as ministers of righteousness. That's the norm now. Okay? That's the norm. Uh, so let's go ahead and continue here. And talking about truth. That's why we're in the mess we're in. That's okay. right. Yes, okay, so let's move on because I definitely, now that you said that, I want to address this. Okay, so today we're sitting there listening to Jonathan Kahn because last night they made it look like they're really holy, spiritual, everything's right, they're doing repentance for the right thing. Okay, my thought was, yeah, that's what President Trump does when he's in front of a camera. 
Yep. When he has the attention of the people and he has his target audience that he wants to do something, he will speak their language. Exactly. Do you hear me, Brian? He's a chameleon. They appeal. Yes. Yeah. He's is- Don the Khan. He's never been a Christian. He never will be a Christian. He was wicked from his inception, from his childhood. Talk to his own brothers and sisters. He was associated with the most wicked men coming up in New York City and Roy Cohn. I mean, that they'd have gay bathhouse type parties and there's pictures of Donald Trump dressed up like a Roman soldier. He was one of his boy toys, this Roy Cohn guy who was one of the most evil, wicked, mobster type attorneys that was in the New York City area. And then it goes from one to the other. His All of his associations with Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, they were that was his wingman. And he had nothing but praise about him until, you know... To the point where he had to distance himself because they probably said, "Well, you're going. We know you're going to run for president in another ten years or whatever it is. You probably better start distancing yourself from Epstein right now because they were next door neighbors. I mean, Epstein was recruiting the girls that he was using for the for all of the um, uh, the um, you know massages, which turned into sex acts. He was recruiting a lot of them from Marlago. He was sending Ghislaine Maxwell over there to recruit them." And bring them over to Jeffrey Epstein's house, which was like a stone's throw away at Mar-a-Lago. And that was one of the things we've talked about regarding Trump. He's, he's pure evil. What they did. But I knew that when Jonathan Cahn got up there, we would hear a lot more of their agenda because he is a rabbi working for uh, the Orthodox Jews. Working for the Noahide Law agenda. So here's what he said. He did say some of the things in the name of Jesus, but he has to add Yeshua HaMashiach, which Yana has talked about how uh, they will say like Yeshua, Messiah, something, something, uh, but it doesn't mean like our Jesus Christ. Right. But the whole point is this. the thing. I went over that not too long ago. If you want to know more about that key in sacred names, in the keyword search box at contendingfordruth.com, we've done a whole study on that on all these sacred hebrew names that or greek names that are supposedly used for jesus now the question i would have to ask you is that if you all you had as a christian was a bible would you ever come to the conclusion king james bible would you ever come to the conclusion which is the only one that's not copywritten as well that's why they'll sell them in dime stores because they don't have to worry about paying extra on a copyright and they can afford to sell them for a buck a piece why would you ever come to the conclusion that you had to use the Greek derivation or the Hebrew derivation of the word for the words of like Father God or um, Jesus or you know Lord or these types of things? Would you ever come to that conclusion that you had to do that? Number one, you wouldn't even know what they were. But were, is there anything in there saying you have to do that in the Bible at all? No. So where did you hear that? Well, typically from some religious person that was involved in the Hebrew Roots Movement that says this is a more holy way of addressing God. Well, let me tell you something. I've been in a lot of um, really heavy-duty situations on demonic standpoints. And every single time, the only conviction I ever had to cry out um, when I was when my back was against the wall, when I had the angel of death at the foot of my bed, or, or, or whenever I went out to engage, you know, these evil entities or whenever i dealt with voodoo uh, high priests and these types of things the only name that i ever felt any um uh, desire or um or, or conviction to call out to 
was Jesus or Jesus Christ. And you know what? It always worked every time. Every single time. I would never use the word, that Yahweh word. Okay? Period. And if you want to know why, Ken, sacred names at contendingfortruth.com. It's all wrapped up in this Hebrew roots garbage. Got to keep the Sabbath. You got to use the, the Hebrew and Greek derivations of, of the words of, of God because you're better that way. You're, it's all about pride at the end of the day. You got to wear that hexagram thing. You got to do all the stuff the Jews do. You got to do all, you got to commingle all the stuff with you. You don't have to do that. The Bible's very clear. Even in Acts, it addresses that part regarding Gentiles that get saved. Um, but I've done a whole series on that. I took more heat on the, on the, my Hebrew, just key in Hebrew roots. Sacred name, key in uh, Sunday, the word Sunday or Sabbath, key in hexagram. All of these things are on the Hebrew group. I came out of that stuff, okay? Because that was commingled with a lot of the charismania I was part with. And I saw bear nothing but evil, wicked, rotten fruit. We had a guy, a, a guy that uh, came, um, uh, worked for my dad. He was in the church with me in the charismatic church. And I think I got him a job with my dad. And, he, you know, he got, he was, I never saw anything like it. Yeah, he was working for my dad, Eric. And all of a sudden, one day he shows up and he's got like a yarmulke on. And supposedly he did some research and he's got like 10% Jewish blood in him or something. I don't know. Determine that. And then, then, then he starts coming to work with a prayer shawl on. He's working with a yarmulke and a prayer shawl on. And I'm like, Eric, what are you, what are you doing, man? And then it, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. It's all this legalism. It's all the stuff that the book of Galatians warns about. And, and, you know, like they spy they, they came in to spy out our liberty these religious jews that want to bring us back into bondage and he had no right to even do any of that stuff anyway he wasn't even jewish he had a little bit in him but because of that he thought that you know he had to do all this stuff and then you start i'm telling you what always happens is pride comes in and that pride i'm telling you man it is it is strong it is super strong and when you start going down that road you start thinking you're better than everyone else and i'm doing this and you're not and therefore i got to disassociate with you and i got to get in all this hebrews i mean look at what happened to bill schneblin he was a strong kjv only came out of the darkest levels of the occult and then went right back into bondage now you can't even i mean he, he looks like he's he's some jewish rabbi you know over in israel I, if he's even alive i don't know if he's even alive anymore but he was really solid at one point. And again, I look at him and he just got totally ruined. 100%. I've seen it happen to people over and over again. It's one of the most deadly things in Christianity. And I've done studies on all of it. Um, but the, the Hebrew roots, that name thing, I'm telling you, I, I stay away from it. I stay away from it totally. All these guys on the radio bannering about the word Yahweh and all that other stuff. Well, I get into that in, in, my, uh, in my teaching on on what that actually means and i would not use that word i not now no 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 so he brought up was inclusion he talked about the inclusion and the main thing he brought up brock you may not have heard me say this was about the rainbow oh that's right because he said you know all them people that have taken and twisted the rainbow we're taking it back and then the crowd went crazy. They're like, yeah, yeah. And then he says, uh, because we, we include everyone. Now listen. He said, we include everyone. No one is left out or something, something. 
which basically talked about the inclusive agenda. Now, what I told the bride when it was over with, which I had people standing there watching me, they got all mad because I, yeah, they got all, you can have this in them. There you go. They got all mad because they thought that I was trashing the president out there. Yeah. So they was over there trying to toss me, uh, you know, these salvation things. Well, I told them, I said, I'm saved. Give you a track. <laughs> yeah, they were trying. They evangelize were, you. Yeah, they thought I was like CNN or so somebody. If evil. you're talking for Trump, you're a Christian. You see this? You talk against Trump or exactly. Trump's not doing yep. something right. Exactly. Right. You yep. need to get saved. Yep. And that's where it's come to. Yeah, that's, that's the way they'll look at you. You need to get, you're talking against Trump or you need to get saved. I mean, that's how deluded these people are. And the, the reality is, this is probably the exact opposite because, you know, the Bible says in second, Thessalon second Thessalonians chapter two, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned who receive not the love of the truth, which they have no love for the truth. Most likely if they think Trump's a man of God and, and they haven't, they haven't even looked at that any closer and they're just falling hook line and sinker how can i possibly think that they're being led of the spirit now i'm not saying there's not exceptions i don't want to condemn everybody to hell i don't want to condemn anybody to hell but for them to actually turn around and say you need to get saved when the exact when most likely it's the exact opposite way around it's just it's so ironic yeah so Seriously? let me tell you what happened when he was talking about the rainbow this is why he's doing it, Brad. Let me tell you. The Orthodox Jews, they are working with, uh, when they talk about the Noahide laws, they talk about the rainbow. They call it the rainbow. So I thought, uh-huh, come on and show us your Noahide law by itself. Because that's what you're talking about. Second thing is their partnership with the LGBT. The third thing is the digital money that's coming. Okay, I told you, Brian, that they are flipping everything. They're flipping the government from the individual governments. No more United States. No more Canada. No more Mexico. No more Israel. No more, no, all of them, they want to become one. The same with the religion. No more Christianity. Get rid of all the extremists. We want everything to blend together. That's why the new apostolic reformation wants to get rid of the old form of Christianity. They want to redefine and redo the root system, the foundation system. Now we see president... The Bible says to seek ye the old past wherein is wisdom. I mean, the, the, the new past that we consistently go down, it's just confusion. And God is not the author of confusion. And they act like we're holier than they were a hundred years ago or whatever. We're, we're more deceived now than we've ever been in the history of humanity. Overall, wow. people overall that call themselves Christians are more deceived now than ever. We see them, they're coming together to change the foundation system of our country. Even President Trump the other day had a meeting in the White House where he actually wants to redo the history. He wants to redo the foundations of the country with the educational system which why would he do that because the Noahide laws the Orthodox Jews are partnering with the educational system every year our president from the year of President Carter started that with the Noahide laws every year on education day and that's where they recognize the achievements of the Noahide laws and how great the morality is with the Noahide laws, which we all know is not scriptural. 
Okay, so the government wants to flip everything. Now the digital economy wants to flip. They want to do away with the American dollar. They want to do away with the yen. They want to do away with the euro. Yep. They want to come together in this digital money, and guess what it is called? Come in one world religion, one world political system, one world currency, and a one world everything. And this is all these... These or these um, meetings like they're having here are bringing us closer and closer. And Trump's doing as good of a job as anybody bringing us into all this. It is called the rainbow currency. <laughs> so you want them, you want everybody to swallow the LGBT vomit mm -hmm. and know, oh, wait a minute. Oh, hold on here. I just thought of something. The Noahide laws. Noah and the rainbow. Boom. Bam! Noah and the rainbow. So you want to do a correlation of the foundation. We need to all go back to the Noahide laws because now, just like we all come together in agreement on the Abrahamic Accord, we need to all be together as one, which is what they preach all the time, as one. So we need to all come together and we'll have the rainbow, which is God's promise to us. Because even Jonathan Cotton said it today that our nation is going to be judged if we don't come back to our foundation. And Trump is a part of that foundation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's one of the things you need to know, Brad. So all of you that are watching these things and paying attention to their language, I am so proud of you. Because you have to understand how they're talking, Brad. Because you see them leading up to this agenda. It is a one world order. This is why I'm not voting. This is a one world order. This is not the same America. This is not the same election. Me and Brock got all them newspapers from the Washington Times. We got the New York Times. Yeah. And who were the other ones? And what did two or three of them say? Uh, we got a problem with the ballots. President Trump is saying if, if he loses uh, the election that he will not even uh, honor it because he thinks that the ballots are all... It's like, okay, so now you're going to turn around and say that it's the, the problem is with the ballots. So the whole setup of the foundations, this is what they're going to do, Brock. This is what they're going to do. Okay, the foundations, I can see an election collapsing. And they're going to say, we're just going to have to redo the whole system. The yep. ballots are wrong. The whole system yep. is wrong. Yep. We're yeah. just going to have Which to Which would totally contribute to, I mean, both sides are saying that they're not going to accept the results if they don't go their way. Both sides. So, Trump's not going to step down peacefully. He's already said that. And if... Biden doesn't win by landslide. They're going to, I think they're going to ride, the left's going to ride either way. That's what they're setting. And we're going to talk more about this a little bit later. But they're setting us for more, up for more order out of chaos, more right left paradigm. They're already telegraphing that punch far ahead of time. Do everything. The foundations. Let me tell you something, Brad. We have been driving down the interstate. We've traveled a lot lately. Okay, went back and forth to Florida, Georgia. You know, traveling up north to Illinois, Indiana, and now up here to the east coast of uh, Washington, D.C. They are changing the infrastructure. Me and Brock talked to you today about all the wires 
and the networking that they are doing on this on the road systems they are changing the foundation of our systems this is why since yeah. this covid started president trump has taken over all of our industries and the, How riots. the riots have given them you know, He's also given everything over to FEMA. Uh, we got got into that in an earlier broadcast. Vacation to redo buildings and stuff because <laughs> they're breaking. Yeah, they give some money. They give them yeah, money when they order out of chaos. Yeah. yeah. Now they go on for another three hours here. I, I don't have you know. I'm already like almost done with part two, so I probably say more about this next week when maybe they can put out something more concise. They just had. Yana and Steve Benoon speak at their church this morning, and that's already online, um, I guess. So they, they've already had them come into their church, I believe, in Tennessee. And I haven't even looked at that yet, and there's a really long broadcast there. So, um, and I'm not, I'm not, like I said about Stephen Benoon and Yana, their doctrine's weird, man. They, they believe some weird, weird stuff. So I wouldn't, I'd be very, very cautious about that. Um, but, saying a little bit more about this Hebrew roots thing like I said just key in sacred name in the keyword search box but you know I got this email this June 19 I went over this and somebody asked me saying one of my uh um the name of Jesus is Yahshua not Yeshua Yah like like um um W or it's Y-A and, and you know the thing is I see this and it's like you know there's so many different people saying this is the real name of Jesus and it's some derivation of either Yeshua or whatever and then you get into um Yahweh and all of these things and the Yahshua Yehoshua Yeshua Leosis Lesis or Jesus which is the which is the right well God is not the author of confusion and I said to her I said this is such a huge deception to try to get us to use demonic names for Jesus and god and, and to create more confusion if you listen to the pronunciations i've listed below you will see that no one has actually even used the proper pronunciation for the name jesus either in greek or in hebrew click on the greek sound pronunciations for the name jesus there's a little sound icon and you'll see and i, I played these before and then i also did a, a four-part teaching on the sacred name i'm going to go ahead and put this in the pdf for this date so you can access it okay so um the last part for this part two uh this is entitled bible prophecy of the one world government a one world currency and a one world religion in the end times uh plus bible study about the antichrist the end times that jesus warned about the bible does not use the phrase one world government or one world currency in referring to the end times it does however provide ample evidence to enable us to draw the conclusion that both will exist under the rule of antichrist in the last days though <clears throat> in the apocalyptic vision of the book of revelation the Apostle John sees the beast, also called the Antichrist, rising out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, he was the little head, though. The little horn. Anyway, combining this vision with Daniel's similar one of uh, Daniel 7, 16 through 24, we can conclude that some sort of the world system will be inaugurated by the beast, the most powerful horn, and who will defeat the other nine and will begin to wage war against Christians. The Ten Nation Confederacy is also seen in Daniel's image of the statue in Daniel 2, 41 through 42, where he pictures the final world government 
consisting of ten entities represented by the ten toes of the statue. <clears throat> Whoever the ten are and however they come to power, scripture is clear that the beast will either destroy them or reduce their power to nothing more than figureheads. In the end, they will do his bidding. That's the whole point, is in the end they're going <clears> to <throat> do the bidding of the Antichrist. John goes on to further describe the ruler of the vast empires having power and great authority given to him by Satan himself in Revelation 13, 2, being followed by and receiving worship from all the world in Revelation uh, 13, 3 through 4 says that, and having authority over every people, tribe, language, and nation, Revelation 13, 7. From this description, it is logical to assume that this person is a leader of a one-world government which is recognized as a sovereign over all governments. It's hard to imagine how such diverse systems of government as are in power today would willingly subjugate themselves to a single ruler, and there are many theories on the subject. A logical conclusion is that the disasters and plagues described in Revelation as the seal and trumpet judgments, which are chapters 6 through 11 in Revelation, will also be so devastating to create such a monumental global crisis that people will embrace anything and anyone who promises to give them relief. Well, also, that's just not the only factor with that, and, and I added these Bible verses in. Revelation 13, 11, And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exercises all power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast. Okay, so again, the worship implies religion. And this is where we get the concept of the one world religion, because that will be the, the worship of the first beast, or the Antichrist, will be the backbone of the coming one world religion, that worship of that beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. Uh, <clears throat> and he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. So the false prophet doing great wonders and making fire come down from heaven and deceiving them that dwell on earth by the means of those miracles. And that's why I always say that the biggest thing that's going to deceive people are the signs and lying wonders and miracles that, you know, like the false prophet and I'm sure the Antichrist will have a big hand in that, will do in order to deceive the whole earth. And it's just not going to be <clears throat> the trumpet and seal judgments and things of this nature, like they were, they were saying before. They kind of left that part out. Uh, and then it says, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. Next verse. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causes all, all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save that he have the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is six hundred three score and six, or six six six. And then we have, you know, 2 Thessalonians 2.8, and then that wicked, capital W, meaning the Antichrist, will be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. And that happens at the end of the seven-year tribulation and Armageddon. Uh, even him whose coming is after the work of Satan, and this is 
this is the Antichrist, with all power and signs and lying wonders. So I really believe it's this uh, this working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. I think the Bible says that is going to be the chief way whereby the false prophet and the Antichrist will deceive the whole world through those things. And that's why Jesus Christ said, a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. So you got to be super careful. You look at how the Catholics run after stuff. You look at a lot of false religions. You look at a lot of stuff that goes on in charismania. And they're, they're constantly seeking after a sign. They don't really care what the Bible says as long as they're getting another sign. And again, what is that governed by? That's governed by their heart. And the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. If you're covered... If Satan knows he can get you into hell or serving on his team and all he's got to do is throw you a sign or a wonder, well, he'll meet you at your need most likely. If he knows that's all it's going to take, if God permits it. So you got to be super careful about that stuff. Uh, then going forward, uh, Matthew 24, 24, and Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. And this is Matthew 24 is regarding the end times that we're in and that we're moving into. And then another one, Matthew, the next verse, it says, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. All kind of people out there saying that they're the second coming of Jesus Christ, even right now. And they're deceiving many. And then Matthew, then uh, jumping forward to verse 11, And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many, like Mark Taylor and Jonathan Conjob and all the other false prophets out there saying that Trump is this anointed of God and that he's in this big uh, cataclysmic struggle between good and evil and all this other garbage when he's nothing more than a tool of Satan. <clears throat> and then it goes on uh, in verse 24, for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. And that's happening now in mass Many people are believing these false prophets. And see, then they've got the right-left paradigm going too. Oh, we obviously know Joe Biden is wicked and the left is wicked. We know that's wicked. So Trump has to be good, you know, by default. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. It's right-left paradigm. It's two sides of the same wicked coin. You know, it's Coke and Pepsi. Uh, so... You know, if it were possible, they should have seen the very elect, these false prophets. And Mark Taylor and Jonathan Conjob and all these other ones out there. All these cadre of people that a lot of times are going like Sid Roth and those types of shows. They're pointing to Trump and saying that God's given them dreams that, that where they're in this and you better vote for Trump and all this other stuff. They're not they're not giving you the full. They're not hearing from God. And the thing is, is if you go back in the I mean, I've been reading Jeremiah a lot lately, and I mean, you know, over and over and over, at least you know jeremiah 5 through 14 if you read those chapters i mean it was the norm for the prophets to prophesy falsely and the priests to bear rule by their means meaning they do it their way i mean when you have uh transgendered uh priests in front of a of, of a church with pink and purple hair i mean they're bearing rule by their means they're going by whatever thing guidelines their wicked heart is convicting them of and then, you know, these people that follow these abominations, it's, it's unbelievable. They have no discernment whatsoever. They would follow somebody like that. But it, it was, I'm telling you, it was the norm in Jeremiah, at least the first chapters. 
absolutely the norm. If the, if you're a prophet, you were false. Even, God's even talked about putting lying spirits in their mouths. That is the norm now, is what I'm trying to tell you. I see it all over again in the time, day and time we're living in, I guess is the point here. Uh, Ephesians 4.14 says that henceforth we be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about of every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. You heard a lot of them talking in that video that, that we played earlier from David, well, David Wilkerson was in part, and then you'd hear Copeland speak and Mike Murdoch and all these other devils. I mean, you know, they're, they're, um, their followers are carried about of every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. That's the norm now. I'm just telling you. And I, it's a sad state of affairs, but it is the norm. So then, going back to this report, it says, Once entrenched in power, the Antichrist and the power behind him, Satan will move to establish absolute control over all peoples of the earth to accomplish their true end, which is the worship of, you know, the Antichrist, the worship that Satan, you know, which will, the Antichrist will be basically Satan incarnate, has been seeking ever since being thrown out of heaven which you go to Isaiah 14, 12 through 14. The one way they will accomplish this is by controlling all commerce. One way, not, not the only way. They will accomplish this is by controlling all commerce. And this is the idea of the one world currency comes in. Well, again, I don't think that's the primary way that they're going to achieve worship of the beast. I think the primary way is what I just quoted to you, the signs and line wonders and miracles that they do through Satan. Because you, you're only going to motivate somebody so long with money. But if you start to bring in religious signs, line, wonders, and miracles, that's how you really get people's attention. That's going to be the way that they're actually going to get the worship that they're, that they're so craving. <clears throat> Revelation 13, 16 through 17 describes some, of the, some sort of satanic mark which will be required in order to buy and sell. This means anyone who refuses the mark will be unable to buy food, clothing, or other necessities of life. No doubt the vast majority of people in this world will succumb to the mark simply to survive. I mean, look at all the people wearing masks. You know? In public. Out in, out in the open. In the sun. When, you know, UV sunlight would kill any type of coronavirus. Which is the common cold. In like, seconds, essentially. And all of these mask mandates and how people are just falling in line with that and all these other things. I really believe most people that are just wearing these masks and, 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 and following along blindly and doing whatever the government says, they're going to they're gonna beg for the mark of the beast. They're going to take it, most likely. Unless they get their eyes opened, which I pray they do. But if you're willing, if you're willing to comply with that and then the testing... And then guarantee they're going to go along the vaccines. You're sure enough going to line up for the mark of the beast. It's just, and again, this is all conditioning us for that very event. The mask wearing is conditioning us. Ultimately, it's the, one of the first steps in the conditioning process to get us ultimately to take the mark of the beast. So, um, again, ver verse 16 makes it clear of Revelation uh, 13. That this will be a universal system of control where everyone, rich or poor, small and great, will bear the mark in their hand or the forehead, the right hand or the forehead. There's a great deal of speculation as to how exactly this mark will be affixed. Well, we've went over all that before, you know. 
Uh, but the technologies that are available right now could accomplish it very easily. Yeah. Yeah, it, it could. So, um, let me pause this here. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and end uh, part two here, and we'll go to part three next.